So um, if you've been here the last few weeks, you'll know that we're in the middle of a preaching series about the church. Uh, So we feel that God is wanting once again to kind of uh, bring us back to the blueprint of uh, his plans and his designs for the church. We believe that the church, the people of God is um, an amazing thing and that God has earth-changing, earth-shattering plans for his people, for his church. Um, So we've been exploring a bit of that alongside um, this uh, thing that we're calling Belong, which we're inviting everybody who's part of Gateway um, to take part in over the coming months. So Belong is a couple of evenings uh, where we're coming together. We're inviting 40 people to meet with us as leaders um, and just to say, what does it mean to be part of this church? What, what does it mean to belong here? Uh, let's work out together what it is to be part of this amazing family that God has designed and brought into being. Um, so that is Belong. We've done the fir- we did the first couple of evenings of Belong with 40 people over the last two weeks um, and just had a great time just discovering some more about one another um, and we would love to invite all of you. In fact, we want all of you, we want all of you to do this over the coming weeks. Um, we will no doubt put an email out again in the near future about the, when the next dates are. But please do sign up because we want to call every one of us once again to, uh, to wrestle through and work out what does belonging to local church look like. So we're doing that at the same time as we're speaking and looking at God's word to discover what he says about the church. And uh, this week really is a continuation of where I left off last week. If you haven't heard that, you need to go and listen to it online. But I'm just going to begin by reading Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians is full of great stuff about God's people and what God has done, the plans that he has for us. Um, And So we're going to begin in Ephesians 2 at verse 19, and hopefully that will be on the screen. Okay. So then. You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So you were far off. You were dead in your sin. You were alone without hope. But God, as we heard earlier, God has rescued us. God has redeemed us. But not just us individually so that we're now okay with this holy God. And that, that's, the, that's the first bit. That's the first building block, if you like. That's the easy bit to get our heads around. But actually, in the process of doing that, of redeeming us, God hasn't just redeemed us as individuals, but he's brought, joined us into a family. And it says, the Bible says here in Ephesians, Paul says he's building us together. He's building us together into what? Into a temple, a place where God dwells by his spirit. That sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? So it's not just, it's not just me and Jesus. It's not just you and Jesus. As I said last week, we are being built into a family. And this is where it gets complicated because we're all different and we all have different ideas about things and different preferences and different personalities and different experiences in life. And But God is building us together. And actually, the amazing thing that we discover is that we only actually fully become the people that God intends us to be. And we're only actually released into being 
who we are in him and to use the gifts that he has given us as we are joined into family. That is actually part of the process. You see, it's interesting when Rob read, uh, uh, led us earlier and read that bit about the Exodus, God, God rescued, he didn't rescue individuals, he rescued a people. And their identity was as a people. And now God is building us together. We are adopted into a family and he's building us together to, this, to be a people who belong to one another. And as we belong to one another, are released and discover what it is to be the person that God has made us to be individually. And our, we have a job to do with one another, which is to encourage and to release and, and provoke sometimes enable one another to be the people that God has called us to be so that together we become this temple, so that together we become the place where God dwells by his spirit and where he, his image is represented in the earth. Amen. Now, the phrase that I was going to get onto last week that, uh, that, um, that I didn't talk about was this one where Paul says that we are built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, which is a bit of a weird phrase, really, isn't it? Paul often talks about the way that he builds and what he's building on, the foundation. And actually, what he means by this phrase, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, is simply that we, that we come from a whole story of what God is doing through history. It's not just us in this moment. The foundation of the apostles and prophets is God's whole plan through history. God's, the, sometimes in the Bible, it's called the whole counsel of God or the whole wisdom of God. His plan through history. God is doing something right from the Garden of Eden, right from when he first created man and woman. God has purposes. God has called people and involve them in his big story. So it's not just that we arrive on the scene in Swindon and we say, oh, oh God, what, what, what do you want to do with me? No, we, we are being joined into God's big story through history, his plan throughout time. Amen. You see, the first temple was actually the Garden of Eden, wasn't it? The first place where God met with men and women was Eden. And his plan was that, that his presence amongst us would go out, his glory, his image bearing, his presence would be spread out throughout the whole world. That was his plan for Adam and Eve. Now we know that that went wrong, sin entered the world, but as soon as sin entered the world, God started making promises and started getting in touch with individuals and drawing them back into this great story that unfolds throughout scripture. And so the fact that the church is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets is to say that there is a big story with individuals that God has called through history and that we are included into that. Amen? Why is this important? And by the way, this happens all through Scripture, doesn't it? You know, whenever people start explaining, when, when people come across the things of God and the people of God and God's people start explaining what this is all about, they never start with here and now. Have you noticed that? They always go back and retrace the story all the way through. Do you remember with Jesus on the road to Emmaus? It, it says he starts with Moses and the prophets and explained to them what was going on and where Jesus came into that story. Yeah? And take another example. Stephen, when he was bit, just before he was stoned and he's brought before the council and he explains, the Bible says, uh, he explains 
how the God of glory, he says, Stephen says, appeared to Abraham and then he unfolds the whole story. And so it is with us that we need to understand the whole picture of what God is doing in history and so that we see where we fit into that. Amen? Because our starting question is not, what is God's plan for my life? Are we often, because we live in a, a culture that's about me, often, we start with, well, what, what, what's, what about me? Where, where do I, what, what does God want to do with me? What's God's plan? The starting point is God is doing something in the world. He's been doing it since, since the beginning. There's a whole story of his purposes and the people that he's gathering. And our question is, where do I fit into that? How do I fit with the, the, how God's made me, the gifts he's given me, how do I fit into this amazing thing that God is doing in the earth? Amen? See, why is it important that we understand it this way around? Well, because we're not just building a, the kind of church that we like. We're not just building something that suits us. Where, you know, we, we, where it has the, cof, the kind of coffee we like or the, the seats that are comfortable or the, the, the volume of music that suits us. It, it, it's so much bigger than that. We're being joined into God's purposes, God's story through history. Amen? We're not building the kind of church that Colin likes or that suits his personality or the, or the team of us. We're trying and our, our desire genuinely is that we fit in with God's purposes, that he calls us into this family. And he's been doing it all through history. And our job is to say, God, where do you want me to fit into this? Amen? I said the prophetic word from um, the early days of Swindon Family Church as it was then, which became Gateway Church. God is putting on a massive production. This is what God spoke to us in that 30 years ago at the early founding of this church. God is putting on a massive production. Don't write yourself out of the script. Rather, ask yourself, where do I fit in the? If God's put me here, if God's joining me to this family, then how do I fit into this? How do I fit into what God is doing? Not just here, not just in Swindon, but in the nations of the world, God is at work. God has a great purpose to fill the earth with his glory, to make all things new. Amen. And he says, every one of us has a part to play in that. Everyone. There's, there's no one that's, that's left out. It's not just for those who are, seem to be gifted or those who are leaders or those who are passionate or those who are evangelistic. Everyone has a part to play in God's big story. And the question is, where do I, where do I fit? That's everybody's question. That's your question this morning. Where do I fit into this? How do I use what God's put in me and given me and resourced me with and equipped me with? How do I use that in God's big story, in, God, in what God is doing throughout the world? Amen? It's like, it's like the credit. Do you ever watch the credits at the end of a movie or do you just switch off as soon as, you know, they go on for ages, don't they? And there's, there's the famous ones that you know about. You start with the actors and the, the celebrities and then, you know, half an hour later, you're down to the, the assistant wardrobe mistress or the, 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 the grip. What? What is a grip anyway? I thought it was something you put in your hair. But anyway, but there's all sorts of roles. Some, some will never be recognized. Some will never get on a platform, but everyone has a part to play in the story, in God's story. Amen? 
And so what we're, about in, what we're about in talking about the church is saying, what is this amazing thing that we, we need our eyes opened to this amazing family that we've become part of, which is throughout history and throughout the world. It's not just something that happens here on a Sunday morning. You're part of something huge. And the question is, how do you fit in? How does how God's made you plug into that big story? And that's what we're trying to do with Belong, is to say, we believe that if God's put you here and called you, First, you need to know, is this the part of the family that God's connected you to? And it's important to, to settle these things because we, we, there's a mission to be done. God has purposes in the world. We're not here to hang around. And so we're going to say, is, is this the part of the family that I'm to be joined with? And then we need to say, and, uh, and okay, so how do I fit into it? How do I use my gifts, the things that God's given me to fit into this family and into this big story? Amen. Right, so if the church is based on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, we need to understand what that big story is. We need to understand how it began. We need to understand what happened in the Old Testament. There were lots of promises in the Old Testament, lots of pictures of what God was going to do. do. Like, uh, as Rob shared with us earlier, the, the, um, the exodus of God's people, the rescue of God's people through the Red Sea. Lots of pictures that... that depict for us the big story that we're involved into. So promises in the Old Testament, fulfilled in Jesus Christ, and now worked out in the lives of those who are in Christ, which is you and me, okay? Promised in the Bible, fulfilled in Jesus Christ, in his death and resurrection, and now we who are in Christ working those things out. So let's look at one one snapshot from the apostles and prophets from the foundations, which is the story of Abraham. This is Genesis 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will curse and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they'd gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land at the place of Shechem to to the oak of Moray. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there, he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going towards the Negev. So the reason I want to come just is that this is one of the foundations. And there are many, and they're all through the Old Testament story that depicts what God has been doing through history. But we are in this pattern. And God likewise comes to us and says, go. We don't just come and make ourselves right with Jesus and get on with life. Actually, always, as in the Abraham pattern, as in the pattern of the apostles and prophets, the, the story is always that as we get, as we encounter God, as we meet him, 
He says, okay, and now I want you to do, now I want to uh, cut in on your life. I want you to, I've got plans and purposes. You're part of a, a mission now in the world. You're part of what I'm doing throughout the earth. Now you've become a missionary. It just, missionary just means one who's been sent. Same as the, the word apostle. We're sent ones now. Because God has purposes to spread his glory, to spread his presence throughout the world. And he wants to include us in that plan. Now, we'll all have different roles. Some will be seen, some will be hidden. Some will be up front, some will be behind the scenes. Some of us will go to the ends of the earth. Some of us will go to our neighbor. But we're all to go in one way or another. Because when we encounter God, interesting that we, first of all, we heard um, Rob talking about Moses, um, at who, well, he wasn't talking about Moses, but Moses were the one who led the Israelites on that, uh, that initial rescue um, out from Egypt. When God encountered Moses, God met with him. What does he straight away do? I've got, I've got a job for you to do. I want you to go. Now you're part of my story. Same with Abraham. Same with Isaiah that Callum read earlier. It, we, we often quote the bit of Isaiah where he encounters the holiness of God and is undone by him. But what happens when you encounter the holiness of God? You don't just have a nice time in his presence. Then he says, go, I've got a job for you to do. Always the same. And the jobs will be different and they work, they'll, they'll all be adapted to how God has made us. But always when you involve, when you, as soon as you join the family that is based on the apostles and prophets foundation, there's an instruction to go of some sort or another. And so we can't, we won't, we'll never carry on life as we did before we met God. It will never just be the same. It will always cut in on our preferences. It will always cut in on our time. It will always cut in on our money. It will always cut, cut in on our privacy and our comfort and our space and the things we like. It will always cut in because God always says, I'm, I'm involving you in a bigger story and I want to include you in. And it means you don't carry on on the path of your life that you were on before you now get joined in according to your gifts, according to the things that I've put in you, according to the way that I've made you, but it will cut in on life. And our question is, what does that look like for you and me? Which is why we want to do belong, why we want to ask the question, what does it mean to belong here to this family? Because it's as we are together, as we're joined into family that God says, and now together, you, I'm going to help you work out. One will encourage another. One will um, enable another to see. Together, you'll do something. But because I'm about something massive in the world, and I'm including in, in it every one of you. Amen? It's exciting, isn't it, to be part of the purposes of God? Yeah, that was the exciting music. It, and this is partly what I love about the family of churches that we're part of. So we're part of a family of churches called Regions Beyond. Many of you will know that. If you're new here, you might not know that. But we're a family of churches that is spread throughout the world. And actually, that was begun by a guy called Steve Oliver. Some of you will have met him. He's been here a few times who start, who was, he was a businessman in, in um, South Africa, in Cape Town, and God spoke to him. And it, in a very similar way, God encountered him and said, go, I've got a job for you. And he was sent to, um, prophet, he had a prophetic word about going to the daisies of Africa. That was literally, and he went to a little village uh, in the middle of nowhere, Clarence, which is where our team 
um, of our students and 20s are there right now for, for 10 days or so with Al and Sarah and Deb. Um, and Steve Oliver was sent to this village on the border of Lesotho in the middle of nowhere. And he started a church on a farm and people came and they walk, walked. And, and it was, it's a very rural setting. It's quite a poor setting. Um, but God began to speak to them. And, straight, and I love the story that Steve always tells that on the back wall of the, of the, I don't know what it was, a barn or a farm building of some sort where they first met. And they, they, they drew a world map very early on. It was, most people there had no experience of other places uh, never mind, uh, you know, other places in their nation, never mind other places around the world, but he drew a world map because we're part of something bigger. We're part of something that is going to the ends of the world, the ends of the earth. And some of us will go and some of us will stay. But in each of us, we have to ask that question, where do I fit in this? What, what's God calling me to, to, to rearrange in life? Where, where it, and, and always, you know, even if we're the ones that stay, there's always a, there's always a going out of the comfort. There's always a going going beyond. The name regions beyond even is great, isn't it? That actually God wants us to go beyond, beyond our comfort zone, beyond what we are used to. Because God is building a people from every tribe and every tongue and every nation and every background and every experience. So all are needed in this. And, and when you're from one culture, you never see, you, you don't get the whole perspective, which is why we need one another to build what God is building, this family. And even if you don't go any further than Swindon, then God will say, but I want you to, to go to your neighbor. I want you to show who I am, bear my image, but show love, compassion. To, to, and they might not be quite like you, but that's all we, we're always to go beyond. We're, we're to go across the room to those who are different from us. But go, encounter God always means go. It's always going to cut in. If you weren't here last week, you'll know that we said that over the next couple of weeks, we're going to take up a special offering. Um, part of it is for regions beyond. So every year, we, um, as a family of churches, we have a global offering um, which fuels the work into the nations. And the great thing about regions beyond, and this is complicated to work out, by the way. Did you know that if you're in a family of people who are all different, it, it's not always straightforward to work it out, right? That's true of Gateway. That's true of regions beyond. That's true of your own, my own family, isn't it? At different levels. Because we're different and we come with different expectations and different hopes and different desires. And, and, that, and God is putting them together. And it takes grace. And it takes patience and it takes love and it takes kindness. But God is doing something great. I keep getting distracted from saying that we're going to do this offering. Um, so over the next couple of weeks, so Regions Beyond is having a global offering. Uh, as a family of churches, the amazing thing is that we are here, but actually we are fueling church planting into Taiwan right now and into the Philippines and into Malaysia. And we have churches in Brazil now and in Me Mexico. And, you know, it, we're part of something. And the, it's a great illustration. God is always going and he's doing something because his desire and his plan is to make all things new, is to fill the earth with his glory. Amen? So, by the way, just, to, just as an aside, the offering is partly for the Regions Beyond Global offering and the other part is for the intern program that we've been talking about um, 
over lots of months. We got half of the money for that in the last offering in the summer. So this will be the other half of that. So we're half intern program, half regions beyond global offering. And that's over the next couple of weeks. So do pray about that. Come prepared for that because we all have different roles to play. Some of us, it, it will be financing. Some of us will be here working away so that we can fuel with finance the purposes of God. Amen. There's all sorts of different roles for us to play. But the question for us is where, what's your part? How do you fit in? What is God challenging in you? Where, where are you to fit into what God wants to do as part of this huge story that he is doing, that he is doing throughout the world? And just to say, a couple more quick things just from the Abraham story that just are um, brilliant. One is that, as Colin was saying earlier, one of the things that we, that we are seeing more and more as we talk about the church, as we talk about what it means to belong, as we recognize that God is doing something amongst us because we're here for purpose, is that we need to pray more. And actually, there'll be those amongst us who God raises up in these days as intercessors, as those who will go after him and seek him, that his church might be built and that we might become all that he intends for us to become. And what I love about the Abraham story is that as soon as God grabs hold of him and says, go, you've got a part in my purposes, straight away, he starts building altars. And every five minutes, it feels like, it's only a short story, but he builds an altar. He says, God, I worship you. I know that I'm made by you. I know that I'm in relationship with you. And what do you want next? And then he goes a bit further on and he builds another altar and he prays. And, you know, that's a picture of what we're to be like as God's people. And so I want to call us also in this season to pray. I want to call the intercessors. We've had some, a great couple of prayer meetings over the last two months. And they've had a new sense of purpose about them. And I think that's because God is doing something in us as his people. He's building something. There's, there's purpose. There's things that he has for us to do. There's people that he wants to join into that. And that needs fueling with prayer. And so we need to, if you don't know, if you're saying, well, I don't, I'm not sure where I fit. Well, do an Abraham, build an altar, get before God in worship, pray, seek his face before you go on the next bit of the journey. So if you don't know right now where you fit, Get before God and ask him because God is putting on a massive production. Don't write yourself out of the script. Amen. The other very quick bit that I love. There was a famine in the land, it says. And Abraham actually had to go on a diversion from it. There was a moment where he must have thought, well, but God, I thought you told me to be here. But actually there was a there was a circumstances meant he had to do something else for a while. And for some of us in our circumstances in life, there might have been a famine right now. And you think, God, where are you in this? I wasn't, I didn't think this was what you were doing in my life. But actually God says, no, I haven't forgotten what I'm doing with you. But there is a famine in the land. Hold on to me, keep building altars and God will bring you through to the place. I think that's a, that is a, I feel like that's for some of the people here today.